Retro Rebel Gamecast, episode 20, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics for your listening pleasure. Retro Rebel is released every week, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook at Temple of Geek, and you used to be able to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're working on that, but uh, right now, it's the Retro Rebel Show, and my name is Stacy, and joining me today, as usual, are Amanda and Trey. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up? All good. Fantastic. Well, since last we spoke, what are you guys playing right now? Not a damn thing, man. I <laughs> oh, you are a disappointment to all of us. I know I am. Look, listen, something had to give, <laughs> and I've decided that I need to go to the gym at least like a few times a week because it's getting sad. So I, uh, I've had to sacrifice my midweek gaming opportunities for midweek gym opportunities uh so i haven't been able to play anything we've got some friends visiting from the states this weekend so i haven't yet been able to play anything this week and i feel like a failure but that being said i have <laughs> gone to the gym three times this week so that's pretty awesome okay yeah you know but gaming is life, life. yeah <laughs> all right that's uh, it's commendable and it's understandable. Just you know, don't let it happen again. So, Trey, <laughs> <laughs> Trey, what's up? What have you been playing? Uh, I've actually been playing the Lego Marvel's Avengers game, um, which is actually very different from Lego Marvel Superheroes. It's the one that's based more on the video game, on the uh, the movies, and it's interesting because they don't have the the voice cast that they had for that Marvel usually uses for their cartoons or their or you know Lego Marvel superheroes they have just sound bits of the dialogue from the movie inserted into the game which sometimes works and sometimes is kind of weird uh, but the game is also set up in a lot of flashbacks like it starts with Age of Ultron then it goes to Avengers then it goes to Captain America Civil uh first Avenger, then like, it kind of goes all over the place as far as the story. But overall, the game itself, uh, it looks great and is actually a lot of fun. Uh, most LEGO games I've found are just really just very fun. You just, you know, it's, it's one of those games where when in doubt, just break everything until you find what you need. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing the LEGO Marvel Avengers game and it's super fun. Sweet. Okay. Uh, well, I recently down well i've been actually playing a lot more than both of you so maybe amanda and i switch roles um the uh there were the one of the free games on xbox uh, for xbox live was the uh, star wars legos games so i downloaded those um i think there's something about last gen games that some of them especially those uh i mean i enjoyed it it's fun it's it's kind of mindless fun you get to go through the story again and there's all the jokes about maybe the Legos games getting the story better than Lucas did, possibly, it's even with the Legos. It's, it's true. <laughs> it is It is probably true. 
um, definitely the first uh, first movie I enjoyed the game a little bit more. Um, but anyway, uh, that was fun. It was fun, uh, but I just I couldn't get through much more than the first game, and I got through it pretty quick. Uh, then I moved on, and I actually I actually bought Overwatch. Finally bought it, so now I I have every. I know. I've got every Blizzard game. I bought it on Xbox. Um, the The first thing I was most worried about is the fact that I didn't feel like I could sync my accounts, and I still don't think I've done it correctly because there's all the extra you know swag you can get for having that game in other games. You know, so um, I think there's a character you can get in Heroes. There's a um, there's a card back in Hearthstone, and I want all my stuff. So. Um, Definitely. Give me uh, all my stuff. Give me my stuff. So uh, I'm looking at how to. I've synced my account, but I don't know that I did it correctly. So because I'm, I, you know, everything else I have on, is on uh, the computer. So playing it on PC, and I didn't want to play this on PC. I wanted to be able to play it in my room or in my bedroom um, when I wanted to. It's, it's just a different experience, you know, than the other games. So, and then lastly, um, I finally got my item level high enough that I can raid in Warcraft. So, um, and I probably had just been sitting on my ass too much and hadn't, hadn't just gotten on the ball and got my, my gear up. Um, but I mean, there was just so much to do in the world that I was kind of overwhelmed with Suramar, but now I kind of said, F it. And I'm, I'm, uh, I actually bought a couple of items off of the, uh, three or four pieces of armor actually off the auction house, got my eye level up and, and I've actually really been enjoying the you know the in game content so um it's been a lot of fun i i, I did uh i did the first raid um i did um trial of valor and um and a bunch of the heroic um the the heroic gym or dungeons that i haven't had a chance to do so it's been fun i've been i've been actually playing a lot and now that my teaching schedule's opening up and i'm i'm more or less off for the summer hopefully i'll be able to do that a lot more and uh yeah, so just rub it in your face. Summer vacation. I know. That's so great. Well, that the best part about my day job is I've had a college schedule since I was eighteen. So there you go. That's brilliant. It's just the best. I hey, it's funny. Trick. It's funny that you mention uh, World of Warcraft raiding uh, because I too have just gotten my eye level up to start doing the raiding, and I just did Nighthold. Okay. Uh, where you you know fight the uh, the Nightborn and Gul'dan. So when I got to Gul'dan, funny story. I usually you know the last boss you can you know get pretty close to without really pulling anything. You usually have to press a button to pull something. Well, I ran up to go take a selfie. <laughs> uh, I saw the and, Yeah, and I got stuck in selfie mode and I couldn't get out of it. And I was kind of freaking out, and I accidentally pushed the button that pulls the boss. So I started the ri- so I started the battle. I couldn't fight. That's in That's the lamest Leroy Jenkins story. I know, I know, it really was. And then I like I had to wait for like a part of the part of the raid where like you can jump off the thing and die. So I did that, hoping maybe someone would battle resume, which they didn't, and they they shouldn't because I totally deserved it. <laughs> 
Uh, so, like, I didn't do anything for that battle. Luckily, the raid handled it. Yeah. And uh, someone was nice enough to give me some gear that they didn't need, that they uh, looted, that they didn't need. So yeah. it, it was a good experience, but it was just a really funny situation that I just kept laughing about. <laughs> well, at least you had a good sense of humor because there are a bunch of people cussing you right now. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone was in that raid, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be playing a lot more Warcraft in the next few weeks, so um, that's there's a good chance that's what I'm going to be talking about. So. But anyway. All right, so that brings us to our first segment. Um, you know, with the release recently of the trailer for Castlevania on Netflix, a new Netflix series is coming out. Uh, it's And I'm not sure... Those of you that aren't familiar, um, you know the Nintendo series originated on the on the NES. is a Konami game when they made games, um, and you followed Simon Belmont. He was the the uh, I guess the warrior chosen to to take on Dracula, and, and I mean it was a great um, side-scrolling uh, you know platformer, and uh, it was probably one of my favorite games, especially then. I I, I wasn't really big on the the other iterations, the 3D iterations, I really wasn't all that big on. Um, but I still have a, a fond, uh, I guess, connection to this particular game. But that said, they, they're coming out with this TV series, and I'm really excited about it. It is going to be uh, anime style, um, but I'm, that's not definitely not turning me off. I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. So that brings me to my topic. What, what type of, or what series would you like to see made from some of the games or game series that we've played? Is there a game out there that you think would lend itself really well to a TV series? Um, I'm, there, are, there are a ton of them out there, but um, you know, in your opinion, what are some of the best examples? Amanda, what do you think? All right, I'm ready. So <laughs> it's got everything. It's got a huge world. It's okay. got diverse races. Uh, it's got the world in peril. It's got pretty baller outfits. It's got dudes with fantastic accents. Oh, man. You're talking mean, about Dragon Age. Oh. Yeah. Dragon Age. A hundred percent. It's got everything that you would want from a TV series. It would be like Game of Thrones to the next level because Game of Thrones doesn't really have like that many other races. So I feel like and, and there's no like mystical force they have to fight against, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like it would be, it would be a, the next level Game of Thrones with like a bit more magic, but it's also like just as like adult. That yeah. was a nice way to put it. Okay. <laughs> it's also okay. something that you could like, they could kind of go anywhere with it because it's so massive. Like as far as story, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Make a Dragon Age TV show. I would watch it a lot. <laughs> okay trey what do you think what's uh what's uh well well i've got a few um and one of the ones i was going to say would be the witcher but the netflix is also doing a witcher series which i'm very excited about yes um but uh as a big mcu fan i've kind of always wanted to Wait, see they are but, yeah yeah it is it's, it's what... farther along it's farther down the line i mean in the planning stages when i mean farther yeah. down i mean like they haven't really come up with exactly how they're going to do it to my knowledge right no one that, has like, said anything about they, that over here like Not they just piece. they just announced it that's what we were talking about before we started 
That's why I said a Witcher TV show. <laughs> yeah, they're Squee. and they're like, yeah, and they're bringing in Andrea Sapowski as like creative consultant for it, the uh, writer yeah. of the books. So yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Um, but uh, so as a big MCU fan, uh, a, sh- a movie I would like to see as a game, and not a really bad like movie video game that they come out when the mo- when the movie comes out. Um, I'd really like to see, like, a Captain America uh, MCU third-person shooter-type game, kind of, like, on the level of, like, Uncharted or Tomb Raider, like, very fluid motion, like, you have, you know, melee combat, you also have, you know, know, third-person shooting. I think that would be a really cool game to see. Um, Another TV show that I think would be a good game would be Doctor Who, if it was a kind of, like, third-person environmental puzzle type thing. Yeah. Um, but my my big idea, and, and hopefully Bioware is going to hear this and they're going to call me up to be, like, the <laughs> showrunner, I think this would be completely revolutionary to both te- to television. I want to see a Mass Effect TV show. Yeah. Be- but, but here's the thing. The way the show works is that every other that that someone would watch it every other episode because it would be a kind of choose your own adventure. At the end of like at the end of every episode, they would give you a decision of what you want the character to do if you want them to do this or do that, and then you would and then depending on your decision depends on if you watch the next episode or the episode after it. Ah, that's uh-huh, pretty see? badass. See where I'm going with this? Yeah. So, so Bioware, uh, EA, if you're listening to me, uh, I, I, I definitely want to show run this. I think now, this let's hash work. this out just a little bit more so that they can't steal any of your ideas saying you didn't flesh it out enough. Very, um, very true. So, the episode that you might skip, is there going to be a way that you'd actually reach that episode other ways? Like, if you, you know, is there is there another way that you might actually reach it? It could be because, like, maybe your decision is like, I want to go, uh, I, I want to go check this out first instead of going to fight the bad guy over here. And then eventually, if you come back to that decision that you want to go fight the bad guy over here, then you would go back to that episode. Yeah. To see what happens when you go fight the bad guy. Okay. Okay. I, I can dig that. I've got the two. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I've I've tried. I've thought about this. Uh, I've thought about this a lot too. Yeah, I think all of us probably, when we're playing something, we'd like. I want more of this. I don't know how I can get it, but I'd like to have more of it. Um. So you know, I think that there are a number of there are a number of games that that I could that I think lend themselves to maybe making a TV show if somebody could do it right. I think. Um, I think probably. Metroid. Uh, Metroid would be a good one because, uh, to me, I think you could you could uh, do it a little bit along the lines of what is oh, what was the show? Uh, is one of I say I was going to say is one of my favorites, and now I can't think of I can't think of the name of the show. Yeah, uh, when that happened. Yes. It's not Babylon Five. It's it's one. It was short lived. It was made. It had all the Jim Henson puppets in it. Um, Farscape? Farscape. 
do it along the lines of Farscape, um, where you've got you've got this more or less you know uh, intergalactic space pirate, and she has to go from place to place, and it and you you tie a little bit of Firefly in there, you tie Farscape in there, you tie. Um, I just like science fiction in the, in that way, and I think that there's enough where she has to go to various planets, and it it can't be something that you have multiple seasons of. Probably more of like an eight episode. Um, and all of these, I th- all of these, I think would be that way, like a short a mini series type. Um, I think that would be. I think that would lend itself. I, I don't know that live action would be the best, but I would like to see it that way. I think that, and it might not be for kids. It's more PG thirteen, maybe even R rated, because there's a lot of alien esque type nasty aliens. In that show, I mean the things that bore into other people or into you. Um, if you've played the games, it's pretty brutal. Ew. Yeah, exactly. So if that was live action, or even if it was anime style, uh, I have a feeling it would not really be for kids. Um, I could be down with that. Yeah, I think that would. I think that would be good. I think. Um, I think Zelda actually lends itself uh, to a TV sh- to a good TV show. They've tried to do it before. Um, they had a terrible cartoon, and they had, and it was very short-lived. Um, I don't know. I want. I guess I, I say this because I want. I want more of this series. Um, and so, uh, to if they could, if they could make it live action, you know, that probably one of the best April Fool's Days uh, pranks that has been played was uh, in terms of like on the internet was the IGN one where they did the the. Uh, trailer for a Zelda movie or TV show, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if y'all saw that, um, yeah, I mean, they it, it didn't look terrible. You know, it's like, it looked like, okay, they might be able to actually do something legit with this, you know, and so, um, yeah, so I was like, I think I think that would work. Uh, I think Bioshock could lend itself to a miniseries as well. Um, but... I think uh, the one that I want to see most as I was, I was thumbing through games and games that I've played and um, something that I'm really looking forward to, especially with E3 coming up uh, and, and whatever they're going to release, is The Last of Us. Um, either a movie or a game, uh, or I mean a movie or a miniseries with, with The Last of Us, and you could probably do multiple. There's enough material there you could have done multiple series with that. Um, well, I'm... A movie's in the works for The Last of Us. Yeah, and I'm hoping that it comes to fruition. But I mean, there's just ha- there aren't any good examples yet. You know, really, yeah. really good examples of that working out well. I don't know why they can't do it right, but I mean, there's it's good material. So, like, I, I feel like, like honestly, I feel like that's a game that doesn't need a movie or TV show because the movie and TV show is the game. You're it's and so you're probably cinematic. right. You're probably right. And just like Uncharted, I don't think now yeah. it needs it doesn't need one anymore. Especially not the one that they're planning where it's kid Drake, which I'm, I'm just, I'm not about that. Yeah. I, yeah, I already really kind of don't want to see it, and that I hate that, yeah. you know. Um, Amanda, um, any feedback spe- on that, or, or, or Trey, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I was going to say, speaking of, like, the April Fool's pranks, because uh, I was one I wanted to bring up was the Zelda one that looks really, that looked really cool, and I was hoping it was real. But uh, AMC did one this year. That actually got me because it was like 1230 in the morning. I was still, you know, I was going to bed. And I was just watching YouTube and there was a an AMC Grand Theft Auto uh, trailer. And I was like, what? 
And it, like I lost my mind, and it looked fantastic, and it had the voice of Trevor. Uh, Trevor, I think his name is Stephen Ogg, like voiceover the entire thing. And I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! <laughs> this is great!" And then I realized, wait, it's twelve thirty on April first. Oh. Dang it! <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's. Uh, yeah, I, I could definitely, I could see that. I mean, and it's. It's just mean of them to to <laughs> to pick those shows, those, those games and then uh, play that kind of trick on us. Um, but I guess we should we should probably see it coming. But I, that's a good point, though. I think there are a lot of games out there that don't need shows, and there are a lot of shows out there that don't need to be made into games. Uh, you yeah. know, they just don't lend themselves that way. So there's also a, a Firefly game that's been in the works. That the actual original cast is going to be, or last I heard, the original cast is going to be like doing voiceovers for. Yeah. Uh, haven't heard anything about that in a while, so maybe that's not happening. But that, yeah, that's another thing I'd like to see more Firefly. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Uh, that is un- that's definitely unfortunate. So, well, that topic is brought to you by our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners, for the Retro Rebel Gamecast with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We'll leave a space here for... What? There we go. Okay. Didn't know if Amanda was here or not. (laughs) No, sorry. I I, uh, just spaced out for a minute. So today's recommendation is the Krakenori series. So it is a UK television show where kind of famous comedians and personalities read bizarre versions of children's books out. Um, and they're, they're usually a bit tongue in cheek and quite funny. So you can listen to seasons one, two, and three of Krakenori, um, for free on audible.com. Oh, that's awesome. You can head over to audibletrial.com slash Toddcast to get that free title now, or you can choose from over 180,000 other titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com slash Toddcast to get your free 30-day trial started today. I actually got... Uh, uh, Dad, I can't... My brain is not working. Words. Yeah, words are so hard, hard with the word. Illidan. Um, the Illidan book. Um... If you, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of the, if you're a fan of Warcraft at all, and and I'm be completely honest, if you just like fantasy or sci fantasy or any of that stuff, um, I think that you'd enjoy the book. It's probably one of the best written books, um, that I've read in a while in terms of just painting a picture with words. Um, there is a way to make all of that really hokey and make it, you know, where it could sound really silly. The guy who reads the book. Uh, does a great job. He does have a British accent. I haven't, I haven't heard him on any other books at this point, but I've listened to a lot of and read a lot of the Star Wars books. And there, there was a time when it was very formulaic, and they, you know, it seemed like the uh, that each book was very similar in the way that it was, it was planned out. Um, and there is a lot of lore for Star Wars. There's a lot of lore for Warcraft, and and it's just a really a really well written book, very interesting, and 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 does a good job of of writing complex characters, making Illidan really complex, making Maiev Shadow Song really complex. Um, so if you're if you're a fan of of Warcraft, uh, that's another one that you might want to try out and pick up. If you especially, it's very 
it's very time. Uh, it's very appropriate for uh, for the for the time because uh, with the release or, or with us still being in this expansion, it gives you a backstory about what happened with Illidan and all that. So, well, good deal. Well, segment our our third segment here, our last segment. I'd like to kind of flip the script on that. Uh, no pun intended. And and take TV series that we like and and turn them into into games. Uh, so are can you think of any TV series that that would lend themselves really well to being transformed into the game medium that aren't already I feel like, turned in? I, I feel like Trey did that on accident at the first go, so <laughs> you're gonna have Sorry. to do it in the inverse now. That's right. And talk about games that you want to be TV. So he's just gonna be a bit a bit wonkadoodle <laughs> this time. But that's all right. Um, that's all right. So uh, a new TV series. Yeah, a new TV series that's recently come out, American Gods, I think, would make for a badass game. I see it as kind of like like a strategic um, sort of battle camp strategy sort of game where you are, you know, recruiting people and it's like a huge world MMO where there's different camps and, and people are kind of have their allegiances to different gods and things like that. Um, and in a way that makes a profound difference to the landscape of the game. So um, I, I know there are some games that have done this before, where um, like Neverwinter, you get like you get allegiance to the god of your choice, and they give you a special power or whatever. But that's kind of the extent of where it's relevant. Um, what I would see is kind of like a, a territory battle sort of situation. Where, you know, when you start the game, you join whatever god, old god versus new god, but you join whatever god you want, and then it's the two sides sort of battling it out against each other. I think that could be pretty cool. Um, and then you have heroes, which are the characters that, that feature in the book, um, that are like kind of the head of your faction. I think that'd be pretty badass, because then, then they could be NPCs, but still like play a fairly major role um, in the game and, and weave some lore in. So I think that would make a pretty badass MMO. Yeah. No, I think that sound that's a good premise. So, again, you heard it here first. Trey, what do you think? Yeah, no stealing. No stealing it. I'm not, not going to steal that, although that is a really great idea. I would play the heck out of that game. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, so I kind of already did this, but, uh, like, you know, they're doing the Firefly game which is supposed to be some kind of, like, mobile MMO kind of thing. And, I mean, that'd be cool. But, ideally, I think Firefly, if they ever make that into a video game, it should be a kind of, uh... I mean, and obviously, it should be, like, a third-person Red Dead Redemption-type shooter. Um, or even, like, Red Dead Redemption theme with the, I guess, like, the Mass Effect Andromeda mechanics for shooting. Yeah. Um, but I think that would make for an awesome game because there's, you know, it's it's a vast universe, it's a vast galaxy. Go in, it's all very different between there would be the kind of alliance city uh, settings to then the, you know, the backwater western planets. Um, and you know, it also, you know, you could have, uh, you know, space battles as well, which would be really cool. Instead of you know riding your horseback and shooting people on horseback, you would have you know, flying Serenity or whatever your ship in the game would be uh, to having some space battles. 
that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, I think that would be, honestly, I think, like, that third-person kind of shooter, you know, like, Mass Effect Andromeda or Uncharted or Tomb Raider are the best, uh, or, in my opinion, the best kinds of games. Um, just where you have a lot of fluid movement. Um, yeah. I think that would best with, um, with Firefly if they ever do that, uh, instead of, because I feel like if I feel like when they make the Firefly MMO, it'll be very similar to WildStar, which isn't a bad thing. But I feel like there's I'm more. in the beta do. for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like WildStar wasn't a bad game, um, but I, I really think Firefly could serve from that kind of like Red Dead Redemption type kind of game. Um, also, I mean, there's a lot of AMC shows that I think would make really great games. I mean, I know they have the Walking Dead, uh, Telltale games, yeah. but to have, like, a really good, uh, Walking Dead, um, again, a third-person shooter, uh, kind of game where, you know, you're going through a world and you're actually fighting off zombies instead of just the, uh, like, the decisions that you have in Telltale, right. or even, or even, like, Breaking Bad to be kind of a Grand Theft Auto-type game uh, in Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico, of all places. Uh, I, yeah, that's you. Like, that was actually one I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I took yours. That's right. He is just, <laughs> that's awesome. He's on yeah. a roll. Yeah, on a roll. But, yeah, so, uh, so that, I mean, there's definitely a few TV shows out there that I definitely think would make really good games. Speaking well, of the- zombies, does anyone watch iZombie on Netflix? Yes. I've heard good things. I have not watched it. I think that would make an amazing detective style game. Like, yeah. absolutely incredible. Like, um, because then you'd have the added layer of trying to keep your existence a secret. So you would, you would have to, even if you had very obvious flashbacks and knew right away, I think it would be a more interesting premise if no one around you knew that you were a zombie. Um, and instead you're trying to solve murders and everything like that but there's like a risk meter associated with what you reveal and how you try to tie that into another clue you might have come across so people don't think it's you know due due to zombie brain visions um (laughs) i think i think that could be a super awesome detective style game Uh, you know a genre which is generally a bit underserved absolutely in fact yeah that's that was what what were you gonna say trey oh no i was gonna say um because they already have a Sherlock Holmes game or two Sherlock Holmes games that are, they're good, but there was a lot of loading in between every little thing, uh, which kind of turned me off. But I think like a really good, like Sherlock BBC Sherlock uh, would make a good uh, kind of detective style game, uh, very similar to the Sherlock games, just to the Sherlock Holmes games, just in that 21st century modern day setting. Um, yeah, really cool. I'd like to be his adversary. I think that's, like, something that most, you know, they just, oh, you know, he can solve every crime or whatever, so you tend to be Sherlock Holmes in these sort of games. I'd like to try to outsmart him. I think that would be badass. Yeah. There's actually actually a board (laughs) game where you can do that. You can either solve it before he does or or something like that. That's I've heard is pretty cool. That that would be cool. Uh, I think all of those are, that's, that's kind of, the direction I was going, Amanda, with with um, my ideas were kind of to take from both of what you guys were saying. Um, that whole detective genre is a little bit underserved. One of my favorite, I think, underrated games is L.A. Noire. And um, 
it's not just my I really favorite liked it. underrated awesome. game. It's one of my favorite games. Um, I really enjoyed. I mean, they put so much money into that, and I, I think it really shows. A lot of care went into those characters, and went into the graphics, went into the motion capture, um, and 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 I just I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed what the game was about. I, I like mystery type games where you're putting the pieces together, and and so I think. Um, I think Breaking Bad might lend itself to to a game that is like that, uh, where you're having to solve problems, where you are, or or something along the lines of what you were saying with um, Sherlock. You know, you're you are the antihero. You're not really even a hero. You're kind of the bad guy uh, of the whole series. Um, there there aren't a whole lot of redeeming qualities. You can rationalize it all you want, but the main character in Breaking Bad, spoiler alert, it's not really a good guy. Um, and uh but i also like uh i also like uh better call saul and and i like the idea of you not having any superpowers you can't even really fight you have to interact with other characters and and work your way out of situations by either setting something up or or, or through you know conversation or dialogue wheels or something like that where you are your mouth is your weapon uh, or your ability to interact with other characters would be your weapon, and and it may be more of a you know a, a walking simulator um, where there's a lot of reading involved. There's a lot of uh, you know there may be a lot of puzzles involved, um, but but games like that that's up my alley nowadays, and I ca- I actually really enjoy games like that. So um, it's it's very it's stressful to be a character that doesn't have much of an offense, you know, and where you have to think. Uh, outside the box to kind of to 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 be effective, um, but and then lastly um, along the same lines, but in the same genre uh, is True Detective, and you could have a third-person shooter, uh, more puzzle-style um, game with True Detective, where there is a lot of interaction, there's a lot of uh, dialogue, there's a lot of um, I mean, the, the first series, or the first season of True Detective, if you've seen it, uh, was a masterpiece. You know, it was just, um, it's it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, it, it's I could I don't know that they could have done it better, except for maybe the maybe the final uh, boss or whatever you might would like to call it. I felt like they uh, like they maybe ran out of ideas, but everything up until that point was perfect. Uh, the Yellow King and all of that, and I mean, and let's face it, Trey may may oppose this, but there's a lot about Louisiana that is uh, mysterious and and terrifying. Um, the city of New Orleans is has a terrifying history. Oh, no, uh, I totally agree. Yeah, it's terrifying, and so there's just there's so much more that you could do and talk about and say about that area, um, and uh, just you could probably set the entire series in Louisiana and not run out of material. So, um, but yeah. Oh my God, Vikings! Vikings, the game. Oh yeah, Vikings would be cool. another one. I'm, I'm thinking a like um, resource management, empire building like sort of game with like cutscenes that determine the probability of success of that settlement surviving. That, that. That would Same. be good. See, in this, there's a theme here. There's a theme. All of yours are. These these more kind of fantasy war. Um, <laughs> there are lots of uh, and and 
and mine are walking simulators. So what, hmm. what are you trying to say? I don't know. Well, look, there's there's a place for yours. It's called Steam Greenlight with all the other garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired! <laughs> I would play them. Uh, well, anyway, no, I, I think those are all good games. I think that we would. Uh, I'm I am not in a position to make these, but any listeners out there, uh, you heard it here. You heard it here first. So closing thoughts on games as as a TV series or any other TV series you can think of that would make good video games. Uh, well, I'm, I'll automatically first. Uh, I was just going to say, I think that most people's initial reaction is like, a game that is based on a TV show that has a lot of shooting, that'll be a great game. And I feel like there's a lot more different, television shows than just ones that have lots of shooting and there's lots more genres out there that would suit um very complex very like cerebral sort of television shows and i i think that perhaps gamers are getting underserved because there is so much just shooting stuff that comes out the fact that Stacy, you pretty much wanted all detective genre things, right. and i wanted a lot of like territory and world building and stuff and like that management. just yeah. shows yeah, it's not there, you know, because otherwise right. I wouldn't be thinking of it. <laughs> right. So no, exactly. I think that's probably my closing thought is that perhaps people's interests are a bit underserved by what we're currently getting from the market. Oh, just so many cookie cutter repeats. Just it's like a, a different skin on the same game. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I like my cookie cutter shooter games. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do agree with you. There definitely needs to be more. Because, uh, like, even me, like, I was realizing all the games that I wanted were basically just third-person shooters. Yeah. Um, this says I mean, something about us. We, we are learning it so does. much. It does. I, li- I like action. I can't help it. Um, but I definitely I definitely think there are some games and TV shows that should be uh, put in the other medium. But I also think that there are games and TV shows that don't need to be. Um, like The Last of Us. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. If they make a Last of Us movie, I'll be there on opening night watching the movie. But it the, the game itself is so cinematic. And, I mean, yeah, the story could be very different from the game, or they could just follow the same game story. Um, whereas something like The Witcher, you know, making a TV series makes sense because there's so much you could do with it. There's so many different avenues you could tell, so many different stories to tell from it. Right. Um, even un- even Uncharted could probably uh, veer away from the story of the games and focus on a new Nathan Drake adventure. Um, whereas, like The Last of Us, as cool as it would be, I feel like for at, at least as as it is now, there's you know the one story to tell for The Last of yeah, it's uh, pretty contained. You just, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you want to go far as like you know, completely new characters and events in that kind of in that universe, um, it's like the the game is the TV show. The game is the movie. Right. Uh, so I, I definitely think sometimes uh, TV shows should be made of some games, and sometimes I really think it's just this is popular. Let's cash in. Yeah. No, I think you're right, and in, in, in hindsight, after listening to both of your points, um, I, I might take back everything but maybe Metroid in terms of like games to turn into TV shows, just because they're contained. Um, I think Metroid lends itself, Castlevania lended itself, but those are 8-bit 
originally 8-bit games, and, and uh, they had a series It seemed like they weren't one self-contained story. You know, Bioshock, great experience as it is. Probably doesn't need to be made into anything else. I don't oh, think yeah, that like you a, could one-up that, you know. Like a Bioshock Infinite movie, I'd, I'd watch the heck out of. Um, yeah. I'd even watch the Bioshock, uh, the first Bioshock game, even if it scares me. Uh, yeah. But... But yeah, they, they are very like self-contained. Like they told their story. Yeah. And video games are such at a point of artistic level as TV shows or movies or books that, yeah. or or books that I don't think they always need to be uh, yeah transposed onto another medium. Yeah. Always. Yeah. No, I think that there's something to be said for um, if if you can't find another angle or another, you know, I think Mass Effect is a big enough universe that you could tell another story from someplace else. But not Dragon's Age, you could do that. You could tell another story from someplace else. These other ones are so self-contained. Yeah, I don't think that there's another angle that you could look at this that would tell this story better or give us more than what the game actually already did. So, I agree. Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Podcast. I want to thank Amanda and Trey for joining me again on this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to see more from us, you can also support us on Patreon at Patreon slash Temple of Geek. Any questions or comments, feel free to email us, us, us at RetroRebel at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show, because that helps us. Until next time, we'll see ya. Peace. See ya.